0: What is up, everybody? We are going to do our podcast shout-out for this, our second episode. And we're going to shout-out Christian and Damon's Amazing Nerd Show. This podcast is kind of all-encompassing. They cover movies. They cover DC and Marvel, the cinematic universes, and the comic books. They cover wrestling. They cover video games. They do. All, they talk about all kinds of stuff. Now, I don't think Robert here has heard this podcast yet, have you? No, I haven't. Well, we need to go ahead and listen to... To it, Robert.
1: Especially for the <laughs> wrestling. I'm a huge wrestling fan.
0: Oh, yeah. he's a, Robert is a huge wrestling fan. And in case you guys are listening, maybe you can have him on as a guest or something. You know, I don't know. AJ Whatever. Styles. AJ Styles. There we go. Well, all right. And yes, you can find them on Twitter. You can find them wherever you get your podcasts. And we're going to go ahead and get on with the show. I'm Bob Maddox.
1: I'm Robert Oregon. I'm Ash
0: the Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. This is Collateral Cinema. Welcome to Collateral Cinema, the only movie podcast that matters, where we focus on good movies, bad movies, and everything else in between in the world of cinema. We're podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast. So whatever you have, marijuana-related, smoke it if you've got it. And ladies and gentlemen, we have been anticipating this episode for quite a while. Isn't that right, guys? Oh, yeah, we have. Oh,
1: man. Disaster hours.
0: Oh, this is incredible. And we are also introducing our newest guest host, Mr. Dakota Chancellor. How are you doing, man? I'm doing all What about you, Oh, not too bad, man. Not too bad. I'm excited to be here, of course. We're in the Section 9 studios. Section 9. Section 9. And we are discussing a movie about a movie that we covered in the first season. Isn't that right, Robert? The Room. Yep. We are talking about The Disaster Artist, the 2017 dramedy film by James Franco. And starring James Franco, and Dave Franco, and Sharon Stone, and Seth who, who else? Seth Rogen, Paul Shearer, Zac Efron, Zac Efron. Of course, Zach, yeah, Zach Efron, of course. You know. And uh, that Bridge to Terabithia kid. Uh, <laughs> the Bridge to, <laughs> the to Terabithia Bridge to Terabithia kid. kid. That's good. What's his name? <laughs> Josh Hutcherson. <laughs> Josh. Josh. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ, guys! Jesus Christ. Guys, when y'all yeah. first saw this movie, Brian I Christ. mean, Brian, that's right. what did y'all think? Like, how well did it? like, capture the essence of the room.
1: Very inspiring, right? <laughs> oh, it's, it's
0: quite possibly one I of the more mean, inspirational movies that we've seen in a long time. Like, honestly, even more so than Rocky, I think. Like, I mean, this really just lit a fire in my belly just to go out, like, use some of your camera equipment, Robert, yeah. and go make a movie, you know? J- just like Homeboy from Troma says, you know? just go make a movie just Lloyd Kaufman
2: just make a movie and w- with six million dollars
0: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> with with six million dollars in we a bottomless a bottomless pit of a bank account bottomless pit, yeah so the production of this movie was rather interesting. it started off as a book written by Greg Sistero and tommy Bis- Bissell I believe his Bill. name is yeah like have y'all have any of y'all ever actually read that book I haven't no, I haven't know. read The Disaster no. Artist. Nah, no. I didn't think so. I, I guess we're not a bunch of uh, enthusiasts of any type of literature here, are hey, we? Got hey, that's a lie. I am. Yeah, yeah not a, a little a bit. <laughs> you plebeian bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, first this book was published. It pretty much broke open the actual production of this movie, and eventually James Franco picked it up and he loved it and he wanted to option these rights like pretty much right away right right guys
1: yeah immediately right just pretty much immediately as soon as he got the life rights
0: oh yeah and he he started hanging out with they started hanging out with Tommy and with Greg Sestero both the Franco brothers now how well do you guys think that influenced their actual performances
2: oh I mean James was spot on. I mean his oh, his, his James it was beautiful. You know, obviously he's a little attractive
0: for
3: Tommy. Yeah, a little so, too attractive to be but to be, um, the impression and the mannerisms were spot on.
0: Oh, they were, beautiful. yeah, straight up. And yeah. in, in a way, like, he had to use makeup and prosthetics to kind of even ugly himself up a little bit yeah. Just, yeah, to fit, just to fit Tommy's overall look. I
2: mean, you can you could tell
0: that was James is, Franco, but it was
2: James Franco, but at the same time, it
1: was just it was so well done. How old is James uh, Franco? I think he holds the Golden Globe Award for that, right?
2: Really?
0: Yeah, 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 he did get a Golden Globe for that. I mean, I remember the acceptance speech that he did for that. He did bring Tommy up real mm. briefly. Mm-hmm. But he didn't let him speak though. Which, why, why not, man? Let let the man speak. That would have been legendary. That would have been. We
3: we need more Tommy Wiseau in this world. <laughs> we need all the Tommy Wiseau all in this world. So
2: well, his his mini speech that he had to the crew was kind of inspirational.
3: Pretty cool. It, I mean, it, it was, was
2: kind of lame, but it was still inspirational at the same time. He had he had good intentions, you know. Oh
1: yeah. Uh,
2: but I really
3: like James Franco's portrayal. What was interesting, I found out was that Wiseau was once asked if they were going to do a disaster artist adaptation who he would want as a, uh, to portray him. And he said only two people was James Franco and Johnny
0: Depp. That makes a lot of yeah. sense though. Yeah. I mean, especially with Johnny Depp. I mean, if you look at Tommy Wiseau right now, he almost looks like a, a healthier, older Johnny Depp.
2: I mean, <laughs> I don't know if y'all have healthier. seen pictures of Johnny yes, Depp he recently. he like yeah. ridiculous. I was looking at it recently. Oh man,
0: he looks like shit. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> like what the, how would happen there?
2: Sorry, Johnny Depp.
0: Sorry, Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. Yeah, you great guy. Great guy. Oh, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, you are going to hear all kinds of Tommy Wiseau impressions <laughs> in this Hopefully episode. we don't
1: get ensued because that's somebody else. That's not us doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. We're, we're just more or less giving a respectful homage to Tommy. Tommy, we do love you. If you're listening, don't hate us. Please don't hate us. <laughs> Please don't hate us. We, we love you so much. We love what you've done. With passion. Uh,
1: the room.
3: With a lot of, you know, I was uh, reading through some AMAs that he put on Reddit. Mm. He did one with Greg Sisto recently and one about three years ago, and his responses are just gold. Cold. The way he answers all of their questions. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I read the recent AMA with him and Greg. They were, I think they were promoting the Best Friends movie. That's what it was. It's was called Best Friends. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I yeah. Saw that yeah. I want to see that. They used some of the actors in Best Friends for Disaster Artist. Yeah, they did actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one guy that goes crazy on him on set whenever he's like, you know, having sex with their stomach.
0: Oh, that—that's Paul Shear, Actually, yeah, he's—he's one of the hosts of the How Did This Get Made podcast. Yeah, big, big shout out to those guys. Those are, that's uh, Jason Manzukis, June Diane Raphael, and Paul Shear. Oh, that's cool. And they, they do have guests on their podcast, and yeah, we totally recommend that y'all listen to that. And they, they really promoted the hell out of this movie on their podcast, I remember, when this came out about a year ago.
3: How easy do you think it would be, or how difficult do you think it would be to get Tommy as a guest
0: Tommy on the show as a guest on this show I don't
3: know man Hmm. who who knows bro I feel like he takes weird requests he probably does
0: yeah he probably would and we do have a Skype account so yeah what's up Tommy
3: what's up uh, Tommy (laughs) ask me anything thread he he was people would ask if he would go to to their weddings and he seemed willing to do it. So. That, really? That's
0: really cool. I, I, I would he totally. Ever, uh, he he's like, send
3: me an invitation.
0: invitation. I would totally have Tommy Wiseau at my wedding. Move on, next question. Move on, next question. Now, the making of this movie itself, I mean, there were so many different people involved in it. I mean, it was very much a labor of love, especially coming from the Franco brothers. I mean, mm-hmm. because, I mean, the room in a way was a labor of love. So, I mean, it would have been disrespectful otherwise if they didn't really put their all into this. You know, especially the way that they actually filmed their own version of the room practically. Oh, that was
2: beautiful. I mean, well, the fact that James Franco and Dave Franco yeah. are brothers, you know, and they're yelling at each other in this movie, and they're they're going back and forth, and they're they're such good actors that they can play a bad actor in a bad movie, but but but, but while being a good actor at the same time, you know what I mean. But
0: also the fact that they really just encapsulated Greg and Tommy's yeah. relationship. I mean, it, it's a very condensed version of this. I mean, obviously, there's a lot in this movie that's dramatized. There's a lot of stuff that's not in it, that was in the book.
2: Yeah, uh, like, about uh, Greg's girlfriend, do we know anything about her? Apparently,
0: she didn't actually leave him because of the room, or Tommy. It it was just... It, it had more to do with Greg Sestero's career at the time, I think. Yeah. It just wasn't going anywhere, so the room was pretty much all that he had. But it wasn't directly because of that, from what I understand. The Brian Cranston scene, too, that was actually a little bit exaggerated. <laughs> he, he never met
3: Brian Cranston, I think. He, really? He, he had... An offer, I believe, Malcolm from Middle. Malcolm Port- Port- yeah, not really? from Malcolm Middle. I think oh. it was just an offer for something. Well, that's right. I remember you saying that.
0: And also, they they leave out Greg's uh, role in the Retro Puppet Master movie, which got him the SAG aftra card, up. which honestly, actually, was a rift between him and Tommy for a for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you get SAG aftra I mean, you're pretty much it. You know, you're pretty much it. You're pretty much able to work in Hollywood like you kind of have to get it. So and if you don't know that's the actual Screen Actors Guild that it's an actual union. It's okay. pretty much the actors union. But yeah, I mean the way that this movie was produced, it's so much in homage to the actual power of Tommy and Greg's relationship and also it's just a testament to what real filmmaking is. You know, it's a testament to true filmmaking. Right, Robert?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. If you just want to get out there and try to do something on your own, then. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. disaster is just as inspiring as the room, actually.
0: It really is. Yeah. I mean, the room itself, just seeing how, even though it was kind of bad, it just came out so awesome. Yeah. It, it shows that, you know, while the forces that came together to make that movie, I mean, that's like a one in a million. Yeah. A confluence of events, pretty much, and people. So much time you know, and effort
2: put in before. His masterpiece, we, yeah. Bo. It's his masterpiece. It yes. Yeah, it's
0: his vision. It's my vision, Greg. <laughs> my vision. <laughs> Apparently, he wrote
3: a, an unpublished book is that about the room. Yeah, the, the, for the room. Well, you see, we've got two Tommy logos, Tommy himself? Greg. Two logos. Yeah. Why
0: he is says, that not out there? He says, maybe soon. Maybe, maybe, so. Man, maybe that, soon. Man, that that is a memoir that needs to come out, and it would be a perfect companion piece to the disaster artist Along as with a the book.
2: Behind-the-scenes footage
0: yeah the behind the scenes footage is interesting because you know I mean it's all of the nuts and bolts of filmmaking, but just coming from someone like tommy it's it's like it's amazing that any of it came together at all, right yeah,
3: yeah. just the sequence of events. what's weird is that he had all the money to do this, and
2: he never did it never earlier. did it until he found Greg, yeah,
0: yeah, seriously. I mean, the story of this movie itself, like I said, there's a lot that's left out, but it's very well condensed. It really just portrays these characters perfectly. But honestly, if they would have went over every single thing that the disaster artist would like actually would went over,
2: oh man, it, the movie would so long.
0: I, don't, I really don't think that the movie would have been that good, honestly.
2: You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, had to take some liberties.
0: Well,
3: it's interesting you say that, though, because I recently saw the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, which was really good, but when you look at something like that, uh, they take a lot of liberties um, from a yeah. movie making perspective. I
0: heard, I heard there was a lot of inaccuracies in that movie,
3: but it, it encapsulates the the feeling of it. But um, what I want to relate to the room though is that, and the disaster artist is that the movie is actually almost one hundred percent accurate, right?
0: Yeah, like, pretty much. There's on only a couple hundred percent. Almost. almost though, like it, there's a lot that's left out of this movie. I was it, I was I was looking at the TV tropes page. Of, uh, of this movie and it's like oh my god man there's a lot of interactions that wasn't even like brought up in this movie like like for instance yeah. the uh guy that that comes after kyle vogler the psychiatrist the guy who's you know he's the friend at the party and he's just like this is gonna completely rip apart like, our circle of friends that
1: guy? where he just comes out of nowhere, right? yeah, nowhere so, yeah. he's nowhere to be oh.
0: seen in this movie <laughs> That guy's nowhere to be seen in this movie. Like I said, the retro puppet master role that Greg—that's not in the movie that Greg got. Yeah. That's not in the movie. They took all the right liberties in yeah. this movie.
3: There's only so many things they can put in, and I think it really captured the essence of what was going on the, during the directing. Yeah, I think if they tried, if they had to do put everything that was in there, it would. It would be just way too
0: much. It would bog everything down. That and I mean there's there's an ebb and a flow to this movie, much yeah. like there's an ebb and a flow to the room, and that's what's kinda of brilliant about it, you know? Just the way that it captures like everything, the two cameras that were used, you yeah. know, the actual actors and their thoughts and feelings about the movie, you know, because there's this brief scene where they're actually kind of sitting there theorizing about what this movie is about because they don't yeah, fucking know. They're all sitting at
2: lunch and they're like, what is this about? Yeah. I mean, nobody knows what the fuck is, is about really his, about. Is it about his own it, it's, life? It's, it's about, you know, memoir? love
3: is blind. What surprised pretty me much it. is that when they finally watched the movie, they were surprised at the way the movie came out. Yeah. Well
0: see that's the thing. That scene right there wasn't very realistic either because no. what really happened in that uh, original screening is a lot of people were more or less laughing at the fact that their abusive boss was up there making a fool of him. So they were more laughing at that than anything. Yeah. That and uh um, you know? But the thing with that last
3: scene is that I think it was important that I know the reason the way they did that is because when the movie first screened, I mean it was it completely tanked. There wasn't the following that there was today. That
0: cult following didn't come until years later. A little bit, yeah, years later it kind of resurfaced, especially when Adult Swim started showing it like nationally on the April Fool's uh, Day prank that they were doing. They did that for at least three or four years. Really, and. And
3: so that scene actually kind of encapsulates the feeling of where the movie is now. And yeah. they, they chose yeah. to portray that as happening back then just from the story-making perspective, the storytelling perspective. Yeah. So I can tell why they did that. And I think that's important because, like I said, it it tells you, you know, despite all, all, all of the flaws during the process, despite, you know, the abuse and the, yeah. <laughs> the conditions, um, kind of, though, this this love that came out as a result of this project, and and what it means to its fans, it's something yeah. that wasn't obviously was never intended by Tommy Wiseau, yeah. and yet it's this kind of response
2: that hell we're talking about it right now. Yeah, yeah, this movie exactly. Is, you know, right. A, I mean, we love this exactly. movie. We, we love actually it. love we it. Actually, enjoy yeah, watching. That it.
0: That brings up an interesting anecdote. I saw an interview. I think it was on like Good Morning America or today or the Today Show with Tommy and Greg and. They, they asked him about a specific scene. I think that it's the scene where, you know, Denny is being kind of a little creepler. You know, he's just like, I like to watch, you know? Yeah. And, and they asked him why that's in that movie. It's like, well, well you know, you're, because otherwise you wouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> you know, basically, it was, that was who's the gist great. of his answer. It's like, a crown. Yeah. He, he, he was pretty much like, Look, you're talking about it now, right? A it's, like, a crown. Not, a crown. it's like, That's why he was in there. It was to yeah. make it unique.
4: Okay, who here can really reveal themselves to the class? Anybody. I'll go. Don't talk about me, not to class, not to anybody. Yeah, you no, know, of course. Shop on time. Try not to fall asleep, everybody. Am I hearing an accent? Uh, no, no, what, what do you mean? How old are you? I'm one Greg age. You're 19. Yeah, I just turned 14. Wow! Happy birthday. This is my movie, and this is my life. You're not Greg. You and me, we're all the same. Oh yeah, how's, how's that? We both have this dream that we'll be famous. Yeah, I guess we do. <laughs> you have a malevolent presence. You are a perfect villain. I could see you as Dracula, Frankenstein. I'm not Frankenstein. I'm hero. Why well, give them job? I give them salary. I'm spend five million dollar on this movie, Greg. My God, you kidding me? Five million dollar? And they are not grateful. Nobody respect my vision. Where were you born, Tommy? Greg, that's not part of the scene. Now right, you want an easier question? Where does the money come from, huh? Stop, This on camera. I know it's on camera, just like you want it. Uh, uh, I do this whole movie for you, Greg.
3: Can we just take it again? Try to lose the accent.
4: The rules to the I sell. And the question before was
2: done. Opening weekend was like eighteen hundred dollars, right?
0: Only eighteen hundred dollars, man, but yeah. ba- barely enough to buy a new car. A new g- <laughs> barely enough to buy a used, a used car, car off car. of a fucking lot. Craigslist.
3: <laughs> Do you think it's made its there money back you. now through oh, merch
0: and Unequivocally, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I I bet you that pit of a bank account is now an even deeper pit. Maybe even deeper <laughs> money shit.
2: Maybe it makes me wonder. You know, in the scene where he uh, in Disaster Artist was in the car with Greg, and he takes him to to go see the premiere, and there's all this merchandise in the car. You yeah. bought that l- merchandise? For one, where is it oh, now? I'm sure
0: that shit. that is something that a lot of filmmakers or musicians can really relate to is having a ton of
2: merch in their fucking yeah. car like where is it, it now and how much does it cost
0: i don't know <laughs> i mean he pretty much gives out his headshot with uh, an autograph with every pretty much with every, every copy show. of the room and every the bit the of underwear that he sells he, he yeah, yeah he, has cl- he has a he has a cloak he has a he has a clothing line yeah i, I saw that yeah, he releases uh,
3: if you order the script online he sends it with a, a th- pair of underwear, underwear and a jacket.
0: That's hilarious. Wait, he has the he's selling the script online? I, I believe what? that's what I read. He, one fan he, got a, what is an actual screenplay
3: with Tommy's
0: hair on it. What? That's amazing. I know. How much money would it that be? of hair? but Oh my th- god, that's incredible, and bro. The,
3: he handwrites those, right? They uh <laughs> the autographs? I'm
0: sure. Everyone, yeah, I have one.
3: That's awesome. Oh, I have one do? behind glass. Yeah, that's awesome. Behind. He said
0: glass. it took a while for it,
3: but it, it's because he like he hand autographed that.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's pretty much dealing with that with the distribution like on his own, pretty much. That's amazing.
3: Yeah.
2: Really.
3: He doesn't handle the website himself though. He said that in the AMA. Oh, uh, of, of course not. What do we not? know
2: about that
0: Victoria girl? The Vic- What Victoria girl?
3: In the first AMA, he said that there was someone named Victoria that yeah. was helping
0: him. Hmm. But I don't know. Interesting. What like a production assistant or something or what? I don't
3: know what she was doing exactly. I just I saw that come up.
0: Yet another mystery surrounding this movie, surrounding the room. It's all mysteries. Surrounding Tommy. It's, it's all. Tommy, it's yeah. all mysteries with that guy. Old mystery. Where
3: did he? Where Where was he born? In a riddle. You know. How old is he? How or? old is he? He's from New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Greg Zett. I'm From the Bayou. From the Bayou, Greg. <laughs> I'm a man. From the Bayou. He finally did admit to having been born in Europe. Did he really? Yeah. And they've done yeah. some digging up, and they actually found out. He was born in Poland and he would have been 47 at the time of making The Room. So he's about 63 now.
0: That's incredible to me because even in the movie The Room, he really doesn't look that old. I mean, he, he looks older, but he doesn't look that much older. Okay, yeah. here's a real
2: question: What do we know about Tommy? Do we know anything about him? Really? Uh, is we know Tommy that he ma- even his name. We know that he wrote and directed
0: The Room. <laughs>
2: that's a him. Great artist. Great artist. We know Get two logos. We know a great artist. Oh, just a friend. I mean, prior to <laughs> to Greg and Tommy meeting, do we know anything about him?
0: Pre 1998, no. And he actually gets very irate with people if they ask him. Pre-1998. Like that's, that's that's one of the things that you just don't ask him at all. Internet.
3: He he's big on the private thing. What's funny is. The first glimpse we actually had into his life and anything about him was was the Disaster Artist book, right? That's yeah, the first time yeah. we finally actually got any kind of information about Tommy. Because, I
0: mean, beforehand, I mean, he was even more of a mystery. Right. You know, he was our serious mystery, especially when this movie started popping up on the April Fool's Day prank on Adult Swim. Like, I mean, when that started, when that actually started working, when that started coming out, I mean, that's when this movie really started to take off. Uh-huh. You know?
3: That's why The Room is is the way it is. It's the great thing about The Room, I mean, it's a great podcasting movie just because it is. it's one of those movies where you can really dissect the making of it, which is why they did a whole movie we'll on it, hours. why we're reviewing yeah. that movie. Yeah. But what's really cool about it is that what makes The Room such a favorite is not just the quality of it, not just the badness of the movie. I mean, that in and of itself. But the reason why it's so beloved is, is also the mystery surrounding it. you Yeah. Know? yeah. A- and what happened on set, which is what this movie is about.
0: Well, the thing about The Room is that everybody kind of has their own approach to it. They have their own interpretation of it. And it means something to them in their own way. It's a very individualized movie. Like, I mean, it's one of those movies that people tend to make part of their personality. I mean, look, listen to us. We, we work together. We're constantly quoting this movie. Yeah. We're even quoting the disaster artist. That's the other cool thing about this movie is that this movie is just as quotational as The Room.
3: Yeah. And I like that this movie came out
2: because it's once again made this movie even more relevant. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. it feels
2: like we're not even talking about The Disaster Artist. We're almost it's like we're talking about this, The Room yet again. If, yeah. It kind of feels it really
0: like we're talking about both because y- you kind of have to here. Yeah, you you, have, have, to. you have to. I and mean, these are companion pieces. The Disaster Artist is every bit a companion piece to the movie. I mean, it and might as more. well be a
2: sequel, you know.
0: It's kind of a sequel in a way, wouldn't it? Isn't Honestly, well the only way that you can yeah. make a sequel to The Room is make it meta. <laughs> <so. Yeah>.
3: And <laughs> post or pre... Honestly, I think... Death. I think we can all agree that the main reason we wanted to do this movie is because we wanted to talk about The Room more. Yes, oh, of, course, of course, man, because
0: there's so much more that we could go into. Pretty with much the room. A,
1: a movie about a movie, the making of The Room. Yeah, like, yeah it, you
0: know. and that's what makes this so perfect. There's very few films about that that really work, and this one just yeah. works so perfectly. It works as an actual documentary of the making of the movie, and it actually works as its own standalone comedy. Do you think
3: I was interested... In this because I know, for instance, my girlfriend saw this movie without yeah. ever having seen The Room yeah. or heard anything about it because she loves James Franco. So I was interested to find out, like, do you think this movie could be watched without having seen The Room?
0: Yes, entirely. I kind of feel
3: like to fully appreciate it, though, You need to have seen The Room or at least seen some reviews of it. Like uh, the Nostalgia Critic review kind of hits the main points. Yeah. So if you've at least seen that, or just go ahead and watch it. Everybody should watch The Room, honestly. Oh, definitely.
0: Everybody should see this movie. I mean, you can find it easily on YouTube. Yeah. And... And anywhere. of course, you can still buy it for anywhere from fifteen to thirty-something dollars, depending on who you get it from. It, it's almost forty bucks if you get just the DVD alone from Tommy Wiseau. Seriously? Straight forty
1: up. bucks. Yeah, oh Is yeah. Sign it? Or did you get the sign? Yeah, oh, you get the, okay, sign, okay. the yeah. signed yeah. headshot. I can even show a DVD it to you. Too, yeah, but yeah. That, that's worth the. You're, you're not going to find it. it on the shelves. Yeah. Oh really. no, no,
0: no! I mean, there's a lot of people. They buy that movie. They're not going to give it up. Like yeah. if if anything they're going to sell it on eBay so for a little more money. It's a collector's piece. Or they're, or they're going to buy extra copies from it from Weso and then they're going to resell it for either more or less, you know. So
3: you you have two copies, right?
0: I have two copies because it took Tommy Weso a good long time to send the one that I ordered from him, so I just went ahead and went on eBay and bought one.
3: Oh, but <laughs> anyway, um that's what I was asking you though is well, you said you don't think you need to see The Room, but I definitely think it it makes the—you could appreciate this movie well, the most. Yeah, well,
0: obviously. I mean, I they're, like I said, they're companion pieces, but the disaster artists in The Room also kind of—they kind of occupy their own spaces, mm-hmm. sort of, you know? I mean, you could really watch either one, one or the other, and still get what is so special about it.
3: I think a lot of people, too— I know a lot of people who wanted to see this movie who'd never seen The Room, but they'd heard of it. They know, kind of. Like, for instance, my mom, she's heard enough of us uh, from us she to can quote to it. To quote it
0: herself. Exactly. Seriously? There's there's me Dakota. She hasn't seen it? Your mom no.
2: hasn't seen it? We she haven't it. sat down and wa- had her watch it, and she won't. Why won't she? She probably won't.
0: She's
1: like, what the hell is this? Wait, did, right. Why? Why? Did,
2: did you tell him Dakota's my brother?
0: Yes, of course. Yeah, Dakota is Ash's brother. Yeah, both yep. named Chancellor Brothers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Both, yeah, the Chancellor like Brothers. the Sheen Boys. <laughs> <laughs> the Dolan Twins. That, that, that's funny. It seems, like your, your mom, duo. it seems like your mom would be the type that would enjoy this movie, honestly. She way. probably
3: would. She'd <laughs> laugh at it, but yeah. she quotes it enough.
2: That yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: but <laughs> I don't know. The, the sex scenes, but then again, they watch Game of Thrones, so. But, yeah. but then yeah. again, he's not even having sex with her. It's like his no, her, that's her not, belly button. That's so. not sex. <laughs> I,
0: I, I don't even consider what Mark and Lisa do to be sex. <laughs> okay. Dolan. Like, but you, yeah. you mean Tommy and Lisa? No, he Greg. Oh, uh, no, that's just Tommy was so sex. <laughs> that, that, that's a league of its own.
3: I meant John, Johnny and Lisa.
0: Johnny and Lisa. And Johnny. Tearing me apart, Lisa. I just had to, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. I'm You're buzzed. tearing
3: me apart, Lisa. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, but like I said, I mean... The, the disaster James artist Dean. is just as quotational yeah. as Rebel
1: Without oh, Yeah, oh yeah, oh
0: yeah. There is the reference to James Dean to them watching Rebel Without a Cause, and that reference to that particular scene where James Dean goes, "You're tearing me apart." Yeah,
2: and then they go to the crash site.
0: Yeah, that's that was really cool. awesome, really crazy, and if true, like totally fucking awesome. I right, like.
3: Like when he says, someday, Greg, we're gonna be here." He's like dead on the other side of the oh, road. We're yeah, road.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah
3: let's
0: not boring. be here. Let's, let's, let's try. Let's try to avoid that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you well, and me, babyface, we're gonna kind of be movie stars.
1: We'll be famous. We all, we're
0: on L.A. We'll be famous. We'll be great, Greg.
1: We'll never give up. <laughs> we always
0: push each other.
1: Always believe oh, that, in each other. If everybody nope.
0: loves each other,
1: never forget dream. <laughs> <laughs> like like we said, ladies and what gentlemen. What is mine?
0: What lots is of Tommy Wiseau quotes here. Oh. Like th- th- that's just what happens whenever you talk about this movie or the room. It just comes out. It's natural, you know. Franco and pr- pretty much just by straight up cultural osmosis, pros- most anybody really can quote this movie. Honestly, mm-hmm. both movies, I think, mm. really. And and it's because and it's a testament to James Franco's performances. Tommy was so just how quotational this movie is.
1: Pretty much, I'll I, hit I'll I hit her. I did him. I hit. I hit her. I hit her. I hit her.
0: I hit her. <laughs> we say Robert. You and I. We say that all the time <laughs> at work, <laughs> right? Yeah, at <laughs> work all the time. <laughs> all the fucking I time. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's not true. It's <laughs> bullshit. Do you want to change the script?
2: Because we can change the script.
0: We can totally change the <laughs> script. We can just go in there. <laughs> and, oh, man, I hate her. Yeah. We, we'll get to the it's actual performances it's in bullshit. this movie in a little bit. But let's talk about the actual remade scenes that of the room that they showed at at the end of the movie no, and during the actual screening of the movie. There's a few variations where you actually know that it's a little different, but otherwise... Yeah. It's spot on. He
2: holds out the word Lisa a little longer than than Tommy does. Yeah. But he, other than that, I mean, it was it was beautiful. It was amazing. The flower shop scene. Oh, dead. That, end.
0: I can't believe that they nailed that.
2: They nailed it because that, that is something that is even just the chicks behind the counter. That, every every part. The dog. That
3: that's a hard one to even quote. Just because you, you got to get the timing right. You got to yeah, get the because it's exactly. such
2: a
0: stream of consciousness. <laughs> that's uh-huh. what What's it is. On. It just I'm, seems like it was all done in one take. I mean, I know it probably wasn't, but that's what it feels like. It feels he like does. it's all one
2: take. He did his own okay, guys, filming. we only get the shop, flower shop for 15 minutes. <laughs>
0: <Shit>. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably what happened. Do the take now. That's, I mean, I'm kind of surprised they didn't go into the filming of that scene because that, that is so fascinating to me.
4: The room. The room. Nobody ready yet. So today, you'll be first one. I just, I can't, I can't believe it, man. You, you did this, you. And of course you play Mark. But you want, you want me to play Mark in, in this? Nice big role, second lead. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a huge role. Are you, are you sure? You... Oh, you don't want to do it, fine. Maybe Johnny Depp available. No, 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 I, I want it. I, I want the role. I, I'll take it. It's like you say, Hollywood reject us, then we do it on our own. Wait, you, you have the money to make this? I have, it's no problem. You're really going to make this thing? No, right. We are going to die.
3: This movie addressed probably all of the most infamous scenes in the movie and addressed why they happen the way they are. Kind of give a reason for that, whether you want to believe Sistero's account or not, but I think it's pretty accurate, but that was the one the one scene that I was hoping to have seen, and
0: what, what's curious about that is that they feature it at the end of the movie, yeah, but is is it they in never, the book. It's. Pro- I would imagine it's probably in the book.
3: I don't know. I'd like to find out the reason behind that. Because yeah, we found that, out that, that the uh, I did not hit her scene was because Tommy was the reason it's delivered the way it is, which is why we love that scene so much because he had said that scene so that line so many times and could not get it right after. Well, Tommy was so says it would have only taken four to five takes.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think that realistically it would have been Come like twenty or thirty. Year. What's up? They said 67. Yeah, we're calling bullshit. Right, Dakota?
2: Is <laughs> that at,
0: at the very least, I mean, it was very condensed. I mean, if it was that 17. many takes. I mean,
2: the crew memorized it and was yelling it out to him. Yeah. I yes. did not hit her. It's not true. Seriously, it's I, bullshit.
0: I have I a feeling that most her. of Tommy's crew probably could have played that role better yes, than All Tom. of them.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Put Seth Rogen out there in a wig. In a oh, crate. my God. That would have been funny. And that was his
3: first dialogue in the movie.
0: Now, technically, the first scene that they filmed was actually the sex scene with Lisa, from what I understand. Really? Interesting. Yeah. They didn't portray that in, in the movie. in the movie, they the said
3: that the... They had that was his first scene.
0: No, well that was his first
1: speaking scene. His in first the movie. speaking scene,
2: because he makes a big deal about well, it. Yeah, uh, Greg does. The Walt, Dave disasters.
1: But. They shoot the Chris R scene first, right?
2: I, I was wondering too. Why was it in the alleyway? And they they even made a made a comment about the alleyway being right across, and then but it was definitely on a rooftop. and This room. is
0: Hollywood movie, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> the Hollywood movie. No Mickey Mouse stuff. We, we shoot Mouse 38 NHD. <laughs> and he it's, it's it's funny in that one. Uh, I think it was the Variety video where he broke down some of the scenes from Disaster Artist. He was like, he just wanted to do that just to compare the two, literally. And they, they wanted it,
3: to do something nobody else had. Done.
0: Nobody else had done, and yeah, nobody else has done that because it just doesn't make it fucking before, sense. Four cents. <laughs> <laughs> but it made sense to Tommy. That's what's great. Is what's awesome
3: about the room is that you realize. You don't have to have a movie that's legitimately like good quality. You don't have to have a movie that even set out to do the thing that it wanted to do yeah. to have a good movie.
0: Yeah, exactly. This Crazy. movie
3: is amazing the way it is
2: because. It, despite of it being terrible. Yeah. Because it's terrible. Yeah, true. <laughs> I, I guess this is more because.
0: And, and it's like at the very beginning of uh, the movie, you know, it's it's proclaimed that you couldn't even get the best filmmakers in Hollywood right now together to recreate something like the room, although technically that's kind of what they did here. They uh-huh. recreated a lot of the scenes, but even then it's still not perfectly spot on, but it's, it's there at least yeah. if you, if you know what I mean.
3: Yeah. And it really captures the essence. Like I said, that last scene where they're watching the screening, I think that captured the entire essence of the movie until yeah. now, you know, and that's important because it's such a favorite in people's hearts. Exactly.
0: Exactly like we said earlier. Like, Robert, what do you think about the actual acting and the the remade scenes versus the acting in the original movie? Like, for, from your perspective as somebody who's done some acting? You like,
1: know, uh, what was it? Uh, Zach Efron's doing Chris Hart. I think he almost did it better. I I, almost. Almost. Almost, I mean, almost that was really yeah. Deep.
0: Yeah, there was actually some scenes where it was just like, man, it's like some of the performances here
1: are actually better. Zach Efron, you know? just for the short amount of time, he was there, I mean pretty Damn good, oh, yeah. And so
3: we're on record saying that Chris R gave the best performance in this movie, yes, definitely.
0: Yeah, <laughs> definitely.
2: Right, you, you watch know? our commentary, oh, of, course, of
0: course. Oh, yeah, yes. our commentary, which you can get for five dollars on the Podbean patron account. It's five bucks, guys, and it's really good. It's really good, guys. Yeah, definitely. It's my um, introduction
3: to this podcast,
0: actually. Exactly. That was that was the first thing I shot with you guys, yeah, but before the Hectic Knife review, right? Yeah, <laughs> and also, yeah, if you haven't Check hectic out
1: knife. hectic knife. Is check pretty, out it's pretty cool. <laughs> check
0: out hectic knife, y'all. Yeah,
1: I was
3: stuff. just listening actually to the podcast we did. Oh yeah, while I was at work, because um, nice. I work from home and I'll listen to to podcasts and stuff. So I was um, I was listening to our episodes.
0: Oh nice, yeah that that's always fun. Actually, I I like to listen to them. I mean even though I'm the one that sit like Robert and I we sit there we edit this shit down. You yeah. know,
2: I'd like to come by when you guys are in definitely. Stuff. Oh yeah, you guys are welcome. Be, oh, yeah. you come. Cool. Yeah, I've got my MacBook too. We can do some stuff off that. Yeah, I'm
1: like editing on my but we're gonna, iPad now, well, dude. Yeah, like that's I'm so starting awesome. a, starting to film with it I'm too. So awesome. Look. We can do our filmmaking on Fuck the MacBook yeah, yeah. too. Bring your MacBook. We just dude, get yeah. something going, really.
0: <laughs> now, as far as the remade scenes, again, like how do y'all f- think the feel of them, or how accurate do you think they are?
3: Well, in the credits, you get you see the side by sides. They provide that in the movie. Yeah. Just to show you, I think how how well mm-hmm. they were able to do that. And in particular, James Franco's performance, I think, is the best.
2: Yeah. Well, well the other I think they
3: actors, need, they, did it, they did a good job, too. They, they really they timed it perfectly, almost. Yeah,
2: and I think we really need a remake of it. I think we need a remake of The Room, you doing it. I, they have some scenes What? just finish it. I you know? think that that would
0: actually be perfect. Just finish right? it. Cool.
2: They already started it. They've got, like, what, six, seven, eight scenes?
0: Well, some, something like that. They have some of the more famous scenes the famous in the movie. Scenes.
3: Tommy's I mean, been promising for years now that soon... Soon we get sequel to The Room or Soon sometimes we get prequel
0: th- to The Room or animated version of The Room. Animated. I think that they should do a sequel where they confirm that uh, Johnny is totally a vampire and he just comes he back. Is. Maybe Johnny <laughs> Vampire. Maybe, maybe Johnny just Vampire. I'm
1: right?
0: <laughs> They actually They actually reference that in passing in that one montage scene. Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: When he's that, writing the script in the beginning. Which
0: is o- honestly a really cool montage.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: it's it's actually really done right. It's not overwrought
3: montages. Yeah. Right next to the uh,
0: Spider-Man costume montage. Oh, that's in a good the same Remy
3: film. Yeah.
0: Yep, yeah. <laughs> Robert. What what montage do you think uh, that compares to? From what movie? I don't know. Like a uh, Karate Kid.
1: <laughs> I, I really, have, I don't
0: know. Uh, well, you haven't seen enough montages, Robert. Never He's seen them on Pornhub.
1: No, he just videos. doesn't pay attention <laughs> to montage. montages.
0: Montages. I don't think that the,
1: Rocky yeah. The, uh,
0: yeah, the soundtrack in this movie is really really good. It's got a lot of really cool kind of early to mid '90s dance beats. It has a, and also has some '80s stuff like Rick Astley's "Never Gonna Give You Up." Yes, yes.
3: that was the, one of the best. Oh parts. Like a, it was like, like a meme we, within a meme. Was, was, oh my god, we, we just got laughing. This as whole movie's like played. a meme, and and yeah,
0: it's like God damn it, did we just get Rickrolled yes. by by Goddamn Tommy? Was <laughs> so.
3: thought it James was James Franco as Tommy <laughs>
0: was Tommy Russo.
3: Actually, Bo, Bo works with me and Dakota. He knows uh-huh. He knows how dank we go with these memes. Oh, very dank. Y'all are dank with the memes. Seriously. He'll be like, that's dead from two years ago.
0: <laughs> it's like, well, man, I, re- I remember that, that back in 2008. Come on. Back in the late 2000s, guys. God, come on. It's like we, it's like we older millennials. We were the ones that started that shit.
1: Started <laughs> that early Nickelodeon, sorry.
0: And you guys, early Nickelodeon, exactly. We we did the Nickelodeon memes. We're the ones who made the SpongeBob memes. You're considered a millennial though. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm
1: Rugrats first first wave. Are you
0: afraid of the dark? 80, Eighty-two to 88, 82 to eighty-five Real or something monsters. like
3: that. I've seen yeah. I've seen several different. Uh, they they, they call they
0: call that the Oregon Trail generation, but it's really just older millennials. And then there's the younger millennials, like starting at your age and lower. It's kind of like subgenerations. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the baby boomers have that. They have sub-generations, mm-hmm. kind of. Now, there was a really, really good supporting cast in this movie right here. Lots of people were in this movie. Like, of course, starting with the opening... Uh, Interviews with, like, Kevin Smith, with uh, J.J. Abrams is in there. Mm -hmm. Who who else is in that?
2: Oh, Um, uh, Hannibal
0: Buress. Hannibal Buress. Oh, yeah, Hannibal Buress was in the actual movie, and he was perfect in that role. I I mean, I love his style of acting and comedy in general. It's very kind of laid back. You know, I mean it's but it's also very in your face and direct.
2: It's so Hannibal Breath. I mean it's yeah. his player. It, it's
0: it's almost like passive it's aggressive chemistry. comedy. I mean, this is the man that that helped bring down Bill Cosby, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, before all the 50 women came for of course, they're the ones that <laughs> took him down <laughs> technically, <shit>. but <laughs> Yeah, but he, he his his joke was the one that kind of brought that into the fold again, which is kind of a precursor to me too when you think about it. So, I mean, it was cool to have him involved in this movie.
3: That is interesting. I that was really know that.
0: cool. And, of course, we, I think we mentioned before that the three hosts of How Did This Get Made are in this movie. Paul Shear, June Diane Raphael, and Jason Manzukis. Yeah. And I love Jason Manzukis. He is fucking great. And he's great in this movie.
3: I like Kristen Bell in the beginning. Kristen she Bell thought. is really yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's really the first cool. pace
2: you get to see. It's great, right? <laughs> she's yeah, gonna that be is true.
1: In, uh fanboys that we're gonna be doing. So oh yeah,
0: that's right. We're doing fanboys, she's in later,
1: fanboys. In, later in the season. It's like a 2008 or nine. I just movie. remember her from Heroes. Yeah. Same. From Heroes.
0: <laughs> you know, the funny thing is I never saw Heroes, so. watch it. He-
2: watch Heroes is, watch it. is amazing. Oh, yeah. she's beautiful. I mean we'll we'll rewatch that show. I mean, like constantly. Who knows? Maybe there's a Maybe there's
0: a collateral television. Series Bet. in the works, Kauai <laughs> collateral Television host that podcast right now. Maybe like you know, I was
2: watching so many TV shows. We break shows. that bed. Breaking, breaking bad. bad. Oh. Hey, I've watched so I many was TV shows. We there.
0: we could
3: do a TV review, or, or we could do a separate. Yeah, have like a like yeah, a subset of yeah. this. Oh, yeah. I, w- I would host that. Help
1: is host that still that. considered like, the world of cinema? We all know uh, yeah. Supernatural, right? We get, yes, definitely. So yeah, ladies, and, right? ladies
0: and gentlemen, that might be something to look forward to. We just kind of came. Up with that right on the spot, right on the spot yeah.
3: You know, I was thinking too. A few years down the road, if there's any movie we ever do a second episode on, which one? Three, two, one. The Room. The
0: Room. The okay, room. I was like, what the do you need to say? What you think we need to do another episode? I'm on just saying, on? if there's
3: any, if there's any, if if we if the, if we go years later and we, oh, just yeah. do, and it, we just do like a second, second episode a revisit, any movie and we
0: do a revisit episode that would be pretty rowdy that, this, this would be the one I think it, it totally would either this or Freddy got fingered yeah. <laughs> got oh man I would, God, I, God. I, that was a fun episode in its own right but also I was actually very surprised to see that Melanie Griffith and
2: Sharon Stone were both in oh, this oh that movie. was hilarious Melanie yeah. Griffith as the, as the actor teacher uh, Yeah, oh, at, she at she the beginning great. of the movie right yeah, it was the very, very beginning. It was the very first. And then Sharon scene
0: with Sharon Tommy Stone Ray. was uh, Greg Sestero's uh, the agent. Good agent, yeah. yeah, really, yeah, yeah. yeah she was. Mm-hmm. Yep. good old Sharon Stone. Oh, Basic t- Instinct. She was interesting. That was an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that was very no, different. That was cool. Yeah, that was very different.
2: And they never call him back.
0: And of course, we brought up Zach no. Zac Efron.
2: No, oh, of course, know, Zac Efron as
0: yeah. Chris R. Do
2: you know I met him in Chris New York? You, you, you walking met Zac down e- the street in seriously? New York. I, I, I say I met him. I walked by him and I was like, dude, that's Zac Efron. That's didn't wow. I didn't realize it until afterwards. I'm like, hold on, I turned around. <laughs> it's
0: okay.
3: He, he probably did, didn't want to be noticed. Yeah. So. Well, yeah of course, some, yeah.
0: Sometimes weird. you see celebrities in the street, you just got to kind of leave them alone. But Tommy, know? on the other hand. Tommy, I would go up and be like, sir, I
3: need to meet you. I think he he's enjoys like, the attention.
0: He does. He he totally loves it. I mean, he he's very gracious with all his fans. At least honestly. from all
2: the portrayals we've seen
1: by him. <laughs> you can tell. We need to go to one of those screenings. Oh man, they do heck yeah. Definitely.
0: Cool. I mean, they have a lot of footage from those screenings and from the movie theaters that show the room. He goes and to screenings. He does. He, he appears at those all screenings. All over the country, yeah. Yeah. And that's great. That gives him something to do. He promotes his movie. He gets more people watching it. By this point, there's like a whole nother generation of moviegoers watching this movie now. This was made almost 20 years ago. That's pretty much a generation.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've probably got Generation Z on this now. Oh man, I I can't just wait because to because of the Disaster Artist. I, I can't
0: wait to see what Generation Z has to say about this movie. What kid, what the kids these days have to say about it?
3: I'll bet because the Disaster Artist, which which just came out last year, I'll bet because of that, a lot of them now are going to be exposed. Well, to Well, the it Disaster Artist came back out up when
2: when Z was born, you know. Disaster
3: well, Artist just, just came out last year. I'm uh, yeah, not talking
2: no, about I'm sorry, I meant The Room. No,
3: they're a little too young for The Room itself, but I think because. Of and, the and, 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 and yeah. They're a little too young for The Room, and even a little bit too young for When The Room Became a Meme
2: years later. Yeah, yeah. But only I barely understood that. But <laughs> they're, yeah. And you're. I'm ba- I was barely old. You're about enough to the borderline of I'm millennial. I'm at the borderline yeah, between the two. But
3: um, definitely, I think because of this movie, the Disaster Artist, and it coming back up. Now they're internet active, so I think a lot more people are going to be seeing yeah, the room. Yeah,
0: especially with the many types of memes that have evolved from this. You know? I mean,
2: I spend so much time on iFunny, that app, and man, I, I see memes about it constantly. Oh, you yeah. you know the way? Do you know the way that? <laughs> <laughs> I am your captain.
0: I've seen a mashup of uh, Tommy Wiseau on The Last Jedi talking to Mark Hamill. Was Mark Hamill? Yes! Oh, dude, that that shit is, is good. good. He goes, oh, oh, hi, Mark.
2: It, <laughs> that's awesome
0: <laughs> That's true Oh man, that's so great That was like the funniest part <laughs> Oh, that's so awesome, he
3: man He hits the the football at him I saw in one edit they sh-
0: Oh yeah, that was really funny <laughs> Yeah, man That's <laughs> some funny it's shit Just the chicken Cheep, 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 chip, cheep, 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 Oh man, they showed the filming of that scene That was perfect Oh, that was beautiful mm-hmm. You know what But what I, what I hate is that they didn't Go into why they were wearing tuxedos. Well, that More actually or less.
3: was addressed in the movie. Actually, getting funny ready enough, to really that, ready that ready scene to is Lisa, picked right? apart so much, but it's funny. Got her
0: yeah, it's like, well, why do you? Yeah, exactly. Why are everybody in a tuxedo, but Lisa's not in her wedding dress? Yeah. Lisa's Maybe not, not in that
3: scene.
4: Don't take a person who's in Actually, we need, like, story. five more minutes for lighting. No, I'm ready now. Let's go. Let's go, Sandy. Come All right, on. right, let's uh, roll. Let's it. Set. Yeah, we're rolling. Ready. Camera has And screen. action. What line? What line?
1: I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. OK.
4: Action. What is line? I did not hit her. It's
1: not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark.
4: Scene 112, take 13. Mark it. Action. I did not hit her. I. Okay, okay. Line. I did not hit her. It's not true, it's It's bullshit. bullshit.
1: I I did did not hit her, I did not. not. Oh hi Mark. Take 17, action.
4: I hit her. No, do you want to change the line? Script is script, script says same. You're doing great, man. We'll get there. Action, 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 action. You have to say it loud, I can't hear in here. (laughs) Say action so I can hear. Okay.
0: She's not in that scene. But yeah, it's just the guys and... We, we never see a scene where Elise is putting on a wedding dress. Yeah, they don't, they don't
1: wear the tuxes after that. They no, it's
0: like that's like pretty much the only time we see them in the tuxedos. It's
3: weird that people choose to pick apart that scene, though, because the characters in, in the movie are actually just as incredulous as the Watchers are. Yeah. Because they actually make a comedy. He's like, oh, you want to do in our tuxedos? <laughs> What's odd about that scene, more so than the fact that they're playing football in their tuxedos, is the idea that they film, decide to do that and then go nowhere with the scene. Yeah. They go
2: nowhere. Exactly. And that's like the so first mention of any kind of wedding, any anything. Plus, who the
0: hell plays football in tuxedos anyways?
2: Well, I, you can't I throw know. a football, I mean... <laughs> yeah, they can't even really throw a football. Hey, <laughs> hey it's when I have day. my wedding, when Lily and I get married,
3: we're, we're going to wear tuxedos and we're going to We're, we're going to wear
0: tuxedos and all play all football Where Where we we gonna go? okay. we're
3: gonna do football and tuxedos okay yeah go. that sounds good and by football I, I just mean we we throw yeah we, just <laughs> we, toss, just, a we just around toss the around. football yeah we'll
0: just sit in a it'll be like a hacky sack circle but with a football
3: a, I, I don't actually know how to play football, and B, that's the way you do it in the room. Uh, exactly,
0: <laughs> that's how you do it at the screenings.
3: Did you guys think it was funny how Tommy didn't even know how to throw the football at the beginning? It's a great American game.
2: Oh, and it was yeah. and it was awesome when when after when after that he they re- kind of went back to that area where they did that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Over. Was that was that did
0: Greg Sestero like say
1: that actually happened? And then San Yeah,
0: that that was when uh, they oh. went with the other film crew out to the park, yeah, right, yeah. to after film he more. Fired after he fired. <laughs> Sandy,
1: Scar, and got all them. Heard another one. Yeah. So seriously. did
2: that crew finish? Start the
1: movie? He went through like a few of the. Crews, that was the last like scene. Three crews. Right? It was. Oh, yeah, that I was think. last scene. I know. They
3: said that that was the it last was scene they thing. filmed. Some. Yeah.
1: And uh,
3: I thought it was interesting. Um, you almost become. Sympathetic to us, emotionally I mean, invested, emotionally sympathetic to his character, yeah. and the, as a result of this movie, which I'd never felt before, it was weird. But it's it's funny because you well, it's not funny. You're actually kind of you feel sad for him. Yeah, and you're yeah. like you know this yeah. guy, he just wants to follow his dream, and he wants to make movie, Greg. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he wants to make movie.
2: Yeah, the, the, the disaster artist is a masterpiece, like, that. and I mean, oh, yeah, it's amazing
3: he's He's kind of abusive towards the crew, and yeah he's a little bit of a yeah. the fact that he doesn't want to talk about his past and he has this money. it's kind of shady, but look y- at, you look at where it you is have now. to
0: love him like we we love you, Tom it was so oh man, it's like there, it's impossible not to love the guy. I, I'm sure that if we actually work with him, it would be different. <laughs> I'm not okay. sure. imagine okay, imagine if you had
3: you saw cash from an outside perspective oh, oh yeah mm-hmm. as a, like as a character like. yeah it would be kind of endearing right it would be yeah i gotcha (laughs)
0: just because of all the shit he pulls that's so true yeah yeah. honestly we may have to take that out of the podcast i don't know maybe cash doesn't listen to cash doesn't listen to. i don't know people wouldn't even know who cash is no cash is a construct johnny cash yeah it's it's johnny cash that's true ladies and gentlemen we're talking about johnny cash but anyway oh um, rebel without without a car yeah exactly
1: Anyway, uh, James moving and on. With
0: the cause. Moving on. Two causes. Bob Odenkirk is in this movie. Oh, Better Call Saul.
1: Better Call Saul. <laughs>
0: Break that bad. Aaron Paul. Exactly. Exactly. And, man, I mean, I remember Bob Odenkirk more from uh, Mr. Show with Bob and Dave and also Tim and Eric Awesome Show. And also uh, Tom Goes to the Mayor. I mean, I don't know if any of y'all have ever seen the Tim and Eric stuff. Like, Mm. oh, my God, there's an episode of Tim and Eric Awesome show that Tommy Wiseau directs.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. They were also kind of instrumental in introducing Tommy Wiseau to to the movie-going public, you know? They were kind of responsible for that as well, as well as adults. And that's why Adult Swim started showing it.
3: I didn't know that. That's cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's actually a sketch that was on the uh, Tim and Eric Awesome Show where they pretty much just completely rag on all the sex scenes of the room. <laughs> like seriously, it, like they have this dude singing the cheesy music. They have all the odd sexual stuff. Like even more so with Tom, with Tim and Eric because they're just very weird about it. We have to show my ass. It sells this movie. Oh, and it's it's weirder with uh, Tim and Eric. And and <laughs> the uh, sketch that Tommy was so direct in mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Tim and Eric Awesome show. It's this weird show like uh, the pig man and he, he's walking he, it stars him and he's walking into the scene and he's like 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 like
2: And supposedly
0: choo. he says that he gets Jessica Buell, but it's just some older actress.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely like to see some of the other stuff by Tommy. I mean, we've got uh, best friends, the the neighbors. he has a YouTube show
0: the Tommy was Show. Yeah, That's the Tommy really was show. and I think he does. Yes. Uh, I think he does video game let's plays sometimes. I'm no to say. way! Really? Yeah, I think. I think uh, him and what Greg play. I think they just play a lot of the more popular games like Call of Duty or something like that. Yeah, he's,
3: he does let's plays.
0: He plays uh, like, Dark Souls. Dark Souls. It's like, oh my god! Oh I'm i might have to watch some of those. Those are amazing. Mm-hmm. Just to see Tommy playing uh, modern video uh, no. games. When
3: asked, he says that his favorite game is The Dark Knight. I don't know if that means uh the Arkham, the Arkham games Arkham, Yeah, yeah or, a, or the older Knights. video game Dark called oh, the Dark Knight. Let's <laughs> just
0: go ahead and assume that he's talking about the Arkham I think games. Arkham. Yeah. Let, let, let's let's just go ahead and pretend that that's what he's talking about. He thinks he's Batman. Oh yeah, he probably thinks he's Batman. Did y'all see the scene where he, the he played the Joker and Greg yeah. Sestero was Batman? That was, Batman? Uh, that was oh gold. That Batman's was amazing. Uh, you too. Oh, that was so good. oh you too, he makes us. such a great Joker. Better than Heath Ledger.
1: No. Uh, what? No, he better. better than Mark than,
2: Hamill. Don't disrespect the dead, Ash.
1: Better That's than Cesar Romero, I suppose. <laughs>
0: yeah, better than Cesar Romero.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Adam West era. Adam
0: thought. West era. I mean, yeah, he was the one who set that. He set the archetype for the Joker, but that mustache. It's, it's disconcerting. It what do tally? you think about uh, Romero? Yeah, yeah, Cesar Romero? Cesar Romero's, yeah, his, his mustache. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about the mustache. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just, especially with uh who who was it that played uh superman in the newest movie he had to have his uh, on oh, the
3: newest movie uh yeah what's his name oh henry God. cavill
0: yeah henry cavill mm-hmm. yeah he had to have his mustache fucking trimmed out that's hilarious <laughs>
2: he
1: was doing two movies right at the same time so yeah he well, was did that uncle yeah. movie was well, that at
4: the same time why
2: couldn't same Greg same just have time. his I think the uncle movie his beard <laughs> removed <laughs> did you yeah, yeah
0: right wouldn't that be funny if uh, Greg would have had his beard removed yeah <laughs> I mean they had the technology I so, no, know it was a
1: Justice League movie wasn't it have you guys seen that yet Ash? Yeah, I haven't I, seen I watched Justice it with you guys I haven't seen it yet it was I think during the pretty good the first time second
0: time it was just eh
1: I oh, basically watched it for The Flash.
0: Pretty much. That's he was the best I, character well, in the movie. Was, was kind of lukewarm um, for me. The,
1: the, the actor played yeah. like The Flash? Really yeah,
2: cool.
0: But we will get to the DC universe sooner or later. Wonder Woman too. I, I think we're going to f- try Woman to take on Suicide Squad eventually. I actually like that one. movie.
1: That's not too. You, bad. you know what? I I really really like is that great. movie
0: We will get oh. to that. Ash. That shit is on, I, I'm shit. on
1: it, but yeah, it's pretty. Cool. I'm
0: going to frame it as a bad movie episode. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness! I'm,
0: no that's way! What I'm like going it. to. It'll
2: be nice to have some Will Smith. That'll Kill be Shoddy. one time where we disagree. Uh, yeah, I cannot. See, Ash yeah. Ash and I've cool. always really liked that movie. I like it. I like the soundtrack. Scotty's put it up too. Scott. Jesus Christ!
0: I'm. Am I really outnumbered here? Will Smith is killshot. Yes. is shit! Am I? Jared Leto? What? Jared Leto? Joker? You're the, you're the head honcho, though, L- Ladies and gentlemen, I am livid. <laughs> I am livid. <laughs> we are definitely doing that That fucking movie in the next season.
2: Yeah. I bad. almost
0: want to make it the first episode just because it's like, ooh, okay.
2: It's very controversial because, well, yeah. it's 50-50. I mean, you'll, if you find someone who hates it or loves it. Like oh, it. yeah.
0: I do like it. But, of course, everybody loves The Room.
1: The room. Everybody. everybody. I've never I've seen somebody that watched I've, the room and didn't love it. I think yes. that
0: even people who really don't like the room actually secretly like the room.
1: Watch it twice just to understand it too. It, it's
0: like Rebecca Fry, Rebecca Black's Friday. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not like Rebecca Black's <laughs> it's Friday. It's so no, bad.
2: No, it's, it's good. nothing like that. It's not good. There is no good parts <laughs> about <laughs> uh, Friday. Which
0: Friday? Rebecca Black. Oh, Rebecca Black's Friday. Friday. Oh yeah, I remember Rebecca. Black. I, I, I love. I remember you that. You Just
3: love to hate it. it it's just so I so laughably I bad. bad. You know. I found myself laughing with the disaster artist so hard. I mean, I woke my girlfriend up. Yeah. She was she got, Seriously. she got a little pissed at me cuz I was just laughing really hard because especially like the scene where he he shoots himself but then he starts convulsing on the floor. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> that was so good. That was perfect. Ah.
2: We go. does it. he shoot himself and then sit back up? How, how does that <laughs> work?
1: Any with dress? Pretty yes. much. Yeah, <laughs> he, he he, you he shoot just yourself. I was going to keep that, that, dress.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm never you that dress. I've never worn I wanted to take that dress home. I wanted I wanted to <laughs> keep that <laughs> dress. <laughs> 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 oh, Juliet Daniel, bless you. We love you as well. I would keep that dress. It's like Lisa needs to be recognized as one of the great characters of all time. Right, guys? Yeah. The penultimate sure. characters of all she, time. she
1: probably had to put up with, too. Oh, Is put he up with, dead?
0: Dude, oh, she put up with a lot of shit there, man.
3: Juliet Daniel, I actually... I feel a lot for her as an actor. Yeah. I mean, this girl coming in just, what, you said 18, right? Yeah. Coming into this role and... I mean, when you saw in the movie the first, like she couldn't deal with Tommy's antics, like she was being like literally disrespected, you know, on set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she came back and she and she decided to keep doing it. She kept telling them it's okay. So I have a lot of respect for her. I mean, it's awesome too because like Lisa as a character, I just you know yeah. she's a complete bitch. Yeah, exactly. But
0: the funny thing about that is, is that she was supposed to be a sympathetic character. Her and Mark were supposed Mm. to be, and Johnny were all supposed to be sympathetic characters in this movie. She was meant to be sympathetic? In in, in, in the room, but it just didn't come across that way. I don't know if it was, I'm not going to blame Juliet Danielle for that.
2: No, of course not. I mean, that was was Tommy's script.
0: It was Tommy's script all the way. What's funny is
3: all the people that acted in the room were completely surprised. When, When you watch the movie, when they see the screening later, they're completely surprised by how the movie came
2: together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it's After like they, didn't, they scenes, didn't know what it was going to be like. They didn't know the order of events. They didn't know what was going on. He just kind of yeah. threw it together. I
0: actually kind of want to know what the editing phase of this movie was like. Like,
2: Who was a part of all that besides Tommy?
0: Yeah, seriously. Like, I, I mean, another thing I was kind of disappointed about is that they didn't go into the making of the music in the room. Because that is like the best part of all the sex scenes is the music.
3: I actually you know? really enjoy the main theme. Isn't that yeah. lyrics the main yeah, theme the, of the movie?
0: That's a great ringtone.
3: <laughs> I don't know if you ever got guys any of you played the uh, the eight bit game.
0: The eight bit game? Oh yeah, that's right. There's a, a room video game, right?
3: Yeah, I played it and it, it actually provides some uh alternative theories. Oh or, yeah. You know, that's right. I I believe Greg Sestero actually himself had a theory about Mark being an undercover narcotics
0: cop. Yeah, because that would explain what? why, like, the first time that we see him, he's in a car, like, randomly just saying, I'm really busy right now. It's like, is yeah. he doing what?
3: And he wanted to incorporate it, but Tommy said no. Yeah.
0: Um, once again, another another scene that would have been cool in the movie, but once again, it would have bogged the disaster artist down. Yeah. You know.
3: So in the video game they, they address that and also the fact that Tommy Wiseau is really an alien. Yeah. Sent here. They 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 add a few edits, but if all it mostly follows the story of the movie, but it's really funny.
1: You know what's crazy that this isn't Franco's first remake. Yeah, that's right. He did the James D. movie. Yeah, I thought that right. was cool that he played James Dean.
0: Yeah, there, there were scenes in that movie where he uh, acted as Dean doing like... There's a lot
1: of James Dean references and disaster artists as that's well. That's really cool about yeah. it. All yeah, that, it's yeah connected but everywhere. also they were, they're mm.
0: also kind of there in the room as well. The room, disaster yeah. artists. Maybe it's, that's it's why there. Tommy <laughs> wanted him.
3: Because he said, I wanted I wanted him and Johnny Depp, right? And
0: yeah, James Franco. I think yes. it's just perfect
3: that James Franco himself is a fan of the film. I mean, obviously...
2: Who's you not see a the, fan of the film. You see the way that, what? Who's not a fan of the film. Yeah, seriously.
3: <laughs> people yeah. That, I guess people that haven't been exposed to it, Zestators. you know? And it's really cool to see, you can tell that James Franco is writing a love letter to the film. Obviously, yeah. he can't have directed and produced this movie without loving it already.
4: Of yeah. hey, Tommy, hey. Hey. What was this? Uh, this is Amber, who I was telling you about. <laughs> Oh, girlfriend? Um, I, I don't know, um... Okay. Well, I don't have time for this. I'm very busy right now. I have to change really quickly and go. Okay. Is, is everything all right? Yeah, everything great on my end. You heard of Konstantin Stanislavski? Of course, yeah. He's like the greatest acting teacher of all time. Yeah. And now he taught me acting teacher. He seemed something special in me, you know, maybe, you know, i become a big star. So I have first class this evening. Oh. Pretty sure Stanislavski's dead. No, he's not dead. I just speak to him for your information. What do you think I speak to, ghost? No. no. <laughs> okay, I'll let you know how it is, baby fest. Maybe you can join me someday. Maybe I will. I'm not so oh, busy.
2: So sorry. Are you my baby oh, of course. It's have have a certain it, it, appreciation for this movie. It's but just, at the same time, it's it's hard not to love it, you know.
0: It's just as much a labor of love as the original Room, yeah. honestly. Uh-huh. You know, especially from the Franco brothers. So, and I think anything that was
3: removed or toned down a little bit in this movie yeah. was probably because
0: of Wissau's involvement in it. It probably was. I mean they they tried to cast him in as sympathetic a light as possible. Because you
3: know? he was he was and because they respect his work, and also because uh, was himself, you know, was was executive.
0: Yeah, that's a right.
3: Consultant or something. He was right? a
0: consultant to the movie. Him and him and Cistero Right. Sestero yeah, right. helped write
3: the script, didn't he? Well, S- S- Sestero wrote the book. Yeah, I mean, it's he coming wrote from the book, book the disaster. Yeah, it's yeah, coming from his book. It, yeah. So yeah. it's his account, which lends a lot of credibility to it. Yeah. Part of me wonders if some of the things are themselves kind of appeals to the fans but at the same time it's the most logical explanation when you look at it and because it comes from sestero and tommy supports the book himself
0: yeah i mean tommy doesn't really seem to give much of an opinion of the book at least not that i've seen he goes
3: back and forth saying at sometimes he goes between the book and the movie talking about it he'll interchangeably say things like um oh, it's 40% accurate, and then other times he'll say 99%
0: accurate. <laughs> I, I think that that's Cash. more or less scene by scene. <laughs> yeah, I think that's really what that is. It's more or less uh, scene by scene. He probably thinks that some of them are more accurate, some of them are less accurate. I mean, that's kind of what he came across in that Variety YouTube video is that there were certain scenes that he really liked and said, yeah, this is pretty much spot on. There's other ones where he was like, "Nah."
3: I like how he approached it from a filmmaking perspective too when he does those edits.
0: Yeah, definitely. That, that's so fascinating. I, yeah. I encourage in fact, I might go ahead and include this, uh, the link to that video in the show notes. It's very fascinating because it really does seem like he knows what to look for in a movie. You know He knows how he knows a little bit about directing, but it makes you wonder why didn't that translate in well into the room?
4: Is that yeah, just because yeah, he's
0: older? Is that is because he's just older now and maybe has a better grasp? Well,
3: I wonder. Is all deliberate. He has, like, an approach to directing, and he's very serious about it. Very much so. But it's whether or not the points he makes are, you
0: know.
2: Legitimate or not. It's like, really. it makes
0: me wonder what would happen if he directed someone else's script
2: yeah you know that'd be interesting
0: that would be very how, how interesting. how would the
2: movie turn out that way
0: yeah 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 would,
2: would it still be a good movie would it still be directed properly or will it
0: because you he... have to remember like he had so m- much of a head on role in the making of the room you know yeah. like he was writer producer well, director he better writer
2: director producer lead or actor, <laughs> actor? <laughs> well the thing with non- yeah that, that, that's a good that. question
0: that's a good question I mean, which one is he better at
2: <clears throat> what is his main skill? What? I mean, he spends all this time doing everything. Producer, if,
1: if if he had produce to pr- that money. Yeah, he's he's good as a producer. To spend the thing with Tommy is he's
3: he's actually a genius in his own way. Director, we just don't maybe. we don't understand his mind, but I don't think that makes him any less. Yeah. I think that's what's amazing is he he like I said his mind is something completely unique.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. honestly beautiful. <laughs> it, yeah, a truly beautiful mind. Yeah, who knew?
3: <laughs> like so when we say we love this movie, like like we genuinely love it, it it's
0: Yeah, I honestly I get all of the negative points about the original movie. I even get some of the negative points about the disaster artist, but for me both movies they just so perfectly encapsulate what they're going for that I just love them so much. You yeah. know, and they're perfect companion pieces, like we said earlier. Well,
3: I feel like the room doesn't do what it's going for, but instead of course it, not. It does something so much more beautiful, and it's just amazing, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not even. It's it's past the point. It transcends the point of so bad it's good. It's just to us, it's like it's an amazing it's a new movie. genre of movie. It's a new. Yeah. And that's awesome because it's a whole new way of looking at filmmaking and storytelling. Yeah. All together, it's all outside
2: the box because I
3: mean- it has n- no cohesion. It makes several fallacies. You know, from bre- a storytelling perspective, so yeah, many subplots yeah. that don't make any
2: sense, and yet, that actually creates like the mystery is it what's really crazy. Like, there's so much mystery behind this movie, but yeah. and behind Tommy as well.
0: Yeah, definitely, and it's kind of fun trying to solve some of it. You know. Yes. That's what makes this
3: movie fun. Like yeah. why did he put that in? What have, could have possibly been going through his head, you
1: know? <laughs> yeah.
0: And the disaster artist kind of brings that to the forefront it quite does. a bit. I mean, especially with Franco's performance and the way that he wrote and directed it. Uh-huh.
1: And yeah.
3: With uh Sestero saw that.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's what was cool is you what you
3: have to realize is what Sestro saw in Tommy because the first time that he sees Tommy act I think it was because this, this man was just so intriguing to him. Yeah. So fascinating. I mean, he knew that that performance was just hilariously bad. And yeah. yet Sestero himself wasn't laughing though. Like, if you notice, he was more like he was genuinely intrigued by it. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, wow, I have to meet this guy, I have to get to know this guy.
0: <laughs> certainly and yeah. he gets
3: tired of his antics later on d- due to the conditions but yeah.
0: but he comes still, back full circle and he still sticks by Tommy their best friends to this day
2: is what it says in the e- even movie even after even yeah. after moving out of his house i mean he, he was he, he was genuinely hurt by having to move out but yeah. he moved out with his girlfriend but
0: but i mean it, it's it's a natural thing to want to do
1: yeah. of yeah, course you have
4: to right just
1: yeah. greg
4: <laughs> <laughs> we're acting greg why you bring me here what do you mean? Same partner. That job? No, not at all. Then what, Brian? I don't see point. Um, when I when I get up on stage in front of people, it's like all I can think about is uh, what if what if they laugh at me or if I embarrass myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, man, you're like I'm fearless, and I just I, I want to feel that too. Well, that's the scene. Oh, you want to you want to do a scene here? Uh, okay, uh, yeah. Good day, sir. Good day. Come on, you have to be louder. Uh, Tommy, I just, I don't. Don't worry about these people. They're only you and they only me. Now do it. What Jack. So, uh, so stood, stood he in, in the Greek statue of old grasping the lightning bolt. Yeah. Great. Now we're at top of mountain. Okay. The rain pouring, wind going, <gasps> and the lightning, everything. Okay. Very fine ride, I dare say. Okay. And what are these particular precautions of yours?
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is actually starting to rain where we are at, so I think that this is probably a good point to wrap things up. Let's go ahead and give our final thoughts on this movie. We're not going to really give it a rating or anything like that. We'll go ahead and start with Robert. Robert, what are your final thoughts on this movie?
1: Final thoughts, I think we should make, they should be making more stuff like this. Oh, definitely. Definitely life stories. Like that one movie with Chuck Weber just came out. Yeah. It's called Chuck. Oh, that's right. And that's... The inspiration of Rocky. Yeah. The Rocky story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, there needs to be some more origin stories like this, especially for right. especially for certain types of movies. Because I mean there's one thing that Hollywood loves. It's a movie about Hollywood or about filmmaking. I mean, just look at all the various movies that David Lynch made on that
1: subject. David you know? Lynch,
0: Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, yeah, and uh Mulholland Drive. Holland Drive. Inland Empire.
1: We just did Eraser Head.
0: Eraser Head. Oh, there's gonna be t- there's gonna be the shit. Yeah, there's gonna be more David Lynch movies in the future, definitely. Uh, Ash, what are your final thoughts on the Disaster Artist? What line? What is line? What is line?
3: If you guys don't get it already, I love the room. Yeah, I love the Disaster Artist because it it gave me an even better understanding of the room. It gave me even more reason to love this movie. What's funny is like like you said, Dakota. This this podcast isn't just about the Disaster Artist. This podcast is. About the room because that's what this is all about. Yeah. And I genuinely have a better appreciation of the movie. And I haven't seen too many, like, inspired by a true story movies that just did that so well. I mean, I, I told yeah. you guys I like the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, but, you know, some of the liberties were a little odd. But this movie, like, it, it's actually perfect the way it is. I agree with all of the liberties that were taken. Um, and, and the fact that it is as close as it is, and the fact that it, it genuinely
0: adds to its source material. Yeah, I feel. Like. Yeah, that that's awesome. That's a good view of everything, Dakota. What are your final thoughts on this movie?
2: I think we can all say that not only is Tommy Wiseau an amazing man, but so is James Franco.
0: Well, as a first. We're not. We're not. No, yeah, we're not going to go at, into that. This. I mean, oh, he, he, he also
3: wrote the Disaster Artist. So well, he wrote it. He I, it. I respect. James Franco a lot as an actor. I, I don't yeah. know anything I don't about know, his it personal has a person life. Not uh, he's he had some, some problems,
0: accusations come t- out against him, unfortunately. Really? We we not have. very savory. I mean, we're, not, we're not going <laughs> to focus on that, but, I mean, we'll let our listeners look into that on their own to the time. Yeah.
1: We're not really going to discuss But, I mean,
0: that, as far as James Franco's actual love for this movie, how do you feel it yeah. come through? Well, like, I think it was did,
2: great, I, the, the the producing, because the, he, he was the director. Yeah, the movie, and he directed. I mean, it was spot on. He did exactly what Tommy Wiseau did. You know, he directed the movie, and he was the main star. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's so much mystery behind both of these movies. Really. How do
1: you direct the disaster and then go in directing the room scenes from the room? Right. That's yeah. fucking crazy. That's really that crazy. That is really
2: crazy. You're directing yeah. a movie about you directing a movie. Yeah. Being Being the actor in there, you so go. You're right? the actor exactly. in that movie already. Crazy, right? <laughs> that's, that's really crazy. That's <laughs> a lot to think about. But yeah. um, the, the mystery that's behind these movies is is, is amazing. Uh, that's what brings us to ask these questions. Why, what, when, how, where is he from, how old yeah. is he? And they bring that up in disaster. Right? I mean, Greg asks him, you know, how old are you? What are these questions? And we've been asking these questions for years, since 2002.
0: And even at the end of the movie, during the epilogue, it brings up, is like, nobody, still nobody knows, Nobody, you know, who he is, where he came from, where the money came from. Yeah. But in many ways, it's like I don't feel that that stuff's important.
2: Neither did Greg. Neither did Greg. That, no, that was, Greg yeah.
0: didn't find that important either.
2: And they portrayed that really well in Disaster Artist. I mean, yeah. he, he later on, he at the end,
3: you know, he kind mm-hmm. of he kind of puts it out there in frustration. But when he writes the book, you know, he he makes it clear that he thinks it's fascinating how how he doesn't know where the money came from, but he doesn't yeah. seem to. I think he says that he doesn't buy into like some of the other conspiracy theories that the other people
0: do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My final thoughts on this movie: It is an awesome comedy, and like, and it's intentional this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it has great performances by everybody, like even the, like Seth Rogen and Paul Shear and all of them. Like they put on some great performances as the cast and crew. Uh-huh. You know Ari Reiner, you know they they were all wonderful in this, and they were very much there as part of that labor of love as well. You know, that the Franco brothers were trying to put into this movie. And it's the ultimate inspirational movie. I mean, this will make you want to do something. You know, it will make you want to make a film. It'll make you, make you want to put together a band, put together a podcast like what we did.
1: Yeah. You know, thousand downloads. Almost, almost. a thousand
0: downloads. Yeah. Woo. Thank Woo. you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We're oh about God. to, we're about to breach that first milestone.
2: It's because I'm in your episode now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. Future star. Yeah. Here. Future
0: star. Future Ryan Gosling.
2: He's a Gosling. <laughs> He's a Gosling. <laughs> He's a
3: Gosling. It's funny. That's what I said in my first <laughs> podcast. I said, your viewing figures just went up. Yeah, <laughs> That's how yeah. you know we're brothers. That's exactly. how you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, ladies and gentlemen, whether you like the room or not, this is definitely a movie that you need to check out.
3: Go check out our podcast. And yeah. Check episode. out
0: check out our podcast episode on the room. We go into that a little more in depth. And well, it's actually Robert and I. This was before the Chancellor brothers were with us.
3: No, I, I wasn't involved, but I've listened to the episode. It's great. And then the awesome. commentary, right? Yeah. I, I I was a part of the commentary. And yeah. if you guys want to check that out, it's only five bucks. Um, you can play that alongside with the movie, or I was just listening to it the other day, just by itself. Yeah, and I like the commentary, so you guys, you guys should check that out. It's We've a got lot, lot
0: more comments. It's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. And yes, we please, had a lot of fun. And ladies and gentlemen, please leave comments on our episodes on Podbean or on Twitter. Or on Facebook or any of that. We really want some feedback, and also give us a rating and review on iTunes uh-huh. as well. We we are on iTunes, we are on Spotify, we are on Stitcher, we are on Google Play, we are on YouTube. We have submitted our application to iHeartRadio. We so we're still waiting on uh, we're still waiting on all of that. And we are also, I think I said Google Play, right?
1: Yeah, you did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We are on Instagram. Check us out, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to try to be on as many podcast apps as we can. We're going to try to broaden our reach a little bit. And we can't wait for the next episode because this is going to be a bad one. This Mm -hmm. is going to be probably the first episode we've done where we're all probably just going to tear into this movie. And that is Master of Disguise. Turtle with, Turtle. Oh, with, with Dana Carvey. Oh, God. Oh, man,
1: he's done some good stuff, too. He has,
0: but not. Wayne's World
1: 1, Wayne's World 2. Yeah, Wayne's but World. N- not this Saturday movie. Saturday Night Live. Not this movie.
0: This this movie is a low point, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> a low point.
3: And not in a good way. Not
0: mm. like The Room. <laughs> the Room is an inspirational low point. I, yeah. I don't. I think it just loops around and just becomes a high point right pretty much but no you're not going to get that with master of disguise and if you want to know more about it check out the nostalgia critics review on it that's pretty cool and there's a lot of other reviews on youtube i haven't seen it since i was a child so it's going to be interesting to revisit that movie yeah i mean i want i watched it when i was a little older and yeah it was not good you were a little older did did you time travel no i it it, it was when i was in my early mid-20s roughly (laughs) But anyway, yeah, that's going to be our next episode. Nice. Please follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook. We have a Patreon. We're going to start working on it a little more. And we should have a site on Wix here pretty soon. So look for that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Bo Maddox. I'm Ro Rogan I'm Ash the Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. This was Collateral Cinema. We are out. Bye years Collateral Cinema is an L Company production. All music and movie clips are owned by their respective creators. Please don't sue us. We're poor.